Welcome to Divorce Stories with attorney Dennis Vetrano, the show for people that want real answers to real divorce questions from a real divorce lawyer. And now here's your host, attorney Dennis Vetrano. My boy's 16 today. I can't believe it. I'm so proud of him. He's going to be driving a car. But you know, it makes me a little sad. For a greater part of his life, I really haven't had a time to spend a whole lot of time with him. You know, it's unfortunate because not something I, not something I really wanted to do. I wanted to spend as much time as he could. But it started off, you know, mom would say, oh, he's got a ball game. He's got a sleepover. Then he's got homework to do. He's sick. You know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't miss him and his brother. And sometimes I kind of wonder, did I do the right thing? I mean, it got to a point where it just, it was every weekend, it was something new. Somehow, some way, I wasn't having an opportunity or I wasn't permitted to see my kids. Did I do the right thing? Am I still doing the right thing right now? I mean, his brother's only eight. Can I still restore my relationship with him? And if so, how do I even do that? This is divorce attorney Dennis Vetrano, and welcome back to episode number 16 of Divorce Stories. As I've said every, on each and every episode, if you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, don't hesitate to send them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com, divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. Listen, this issue we're going to tackle today is a really a heart-wrenching one. It's just so difficult. I've represented so many dads and moms, for that matter, that have found themselves in a circumstance where they've, been, where they've become, for one reason or other, estranged from their kids. You know, when do you know that's happened? And if you're at the ground floor, you know, how do you navigate through that? Are you in a position, is it a time for you to restore your relationship with your kids And, you know, when is it too late? Is it ever too late? And I think, quite frankly, restoring your relationship with your kids is never too late. So I'm going to give you a handful of tips that you can use and basically a roadmap on how you can work towards restoring your estranged relationship with your kids, okay? And number one, I always cringe when I give this advice, but I know that this is the best way to go, you know, because people are always thinking, oh, that's a lawyer. They're just trying to sell their services and this and that. Look. With custody and visitation, if you end up in the most dire of circumstances, your last resort, maybe your only resort, will be to go to family court and fight for your rights as a parent. So I think the starting point needs to be consulting with an experienced family law litigation attorney. One of the first things I always say to clients, and it's, and it's a quote that's become somewhat famous for me, Your rights as a parent are only as valuable as your willingness to fight for them. And the starting point of fighting for those rights is to have a legal expert tell you what the roadmap should be. Because bear in mind, they're going to be able to review the prior history in your case and look at how procedurally how everything was handled and give you an idea as to what the next step would be. They're going to know what the law is and how to navigate through it. And I think also when you have those extreme circumstances where there's been allegations of domestic violence or substance abuse um, or, or child protective services intervention, in those sorts of circumstances, it may seem like all is lost, but legal experts typically will be able to give you a roadmap, even in those circumstances, of how you can work towards restoring your relationship with your children. Number two, take what you can 
And here's another tip and something I tell my clients all the time. Swallow your parental pride, okay? If the mother or the father of your children is going to turn around and say, oh, I'm not going to let you see your kids on Thursday at 5 when you want to see them for two hours, but I'll let you come by at uh, Saturday at 10 in the morning to uh, take them to Dunkin' Donuts for a coffee or for a donut, you say, well, if they're not going to give me what I want, then I'm not going to take it. Guess what? You take whatever they'll give you. Whatever time they will permit you, allow you to spend with your children on consent, the easy way, the easy stuff that they're willing to give you, take it. Take any of it. If they say, oh, he's got a ball game Thursday night and I need a driver, can you drive him home? Yep, I'll do that. I'll be the chauffeur because you know what? Some of the, it's going to sound silly, some of the best quality time you're going to spend with your kids is driving them somewhere. You know, you'll have an opportunity to just say, hey, how was your day? Even with my own kids. I'll say, hey, Travis, how was your day? Cordelia, how was your day? What'd you do at school today? You know, what did you do with your friends? How was your ball game? You're going to get an opportunity in that car for that half hour, 15 minute, 20 minute, hour long drive to have some in- intimate conversations with your kids. It's quality time. I mean, listen, even if you're going to get those, uh, those times where your kids don't want to talk, they don't say anything. So you know what I do? Sing. Put on kids bop. Sing. You'd be surprised how quickly kids will be compelled to start singing songs from the Frozen soundtrack if you're in the car with them. So that free time that they're willing to give to you on consent, take it. Number three, nibble. Nibble? What do you mean nibble? I mean nibble more time. Always try to get more time. If they say on consent, the other parent says, oh, you can, um, you know, you can take them to the ball game. And you say, oh, okay, they're going to the ball game. We're going to grab ice cream afterwards. Is that okay? If they're okay with it, do it. You say, oh, you know, oh, I know you have, a, you have plans with your friends on Thursday night and, um, you know, you might be a little late coming to pick them up. They can stay here. Or, oh, I'm seeing them for an hour. Oh, they're really having fun. Can they stay for an hour and a half? Nibble. More time. More time. Always more time. Okay? Because these cases, your relationship, and forget about the case, your relationship with your kids begins and ends with time. I spent upwards of 10 years representing children as an attorney for children slash law guardian, whatever, they, whatever you want to call it. And um, I represented hundreds, if not thousands of kids. And I will tell you, in virtually every single case, there were some exceptions. Kids are going to say they want to be with the parent more as that parent shows an interest in spending more time with them. Okay? So the more time you spend with them, the more time they're going to want to spend with you, all things being equal if you're doing the right thing as a parent. Number four, hope for the best and prepare for the worst. These cases, many times, and, and, and there's a couple of different ways to look at this. Not just, you know, sometimes you resolve these cases via mediation. Sometimes you resolve these cases on consent with the other parent through a counseling process. And sometimes they require court. All three of those take time, Okay. So sometimes you're going to have the mediator not necessarily agree with you and it's going to take time to get through that. Many times in counseling, because so many things have transpired to cause this relationship to become estranged, it takes that much longer to actually restore that relationship. And in court, geez, court can take a long time. You might wait, especially in a situation like the pandemic, you might wait, you might wait a week for a court appearance, you might wait three weeks, you might wait three months. So my advice to clients in all of these cases, again, 
It's always hope for the best and prepare for the worst. But you have to know that no matter what happens, you never give up. You be patient with the process, you work through it, and don't ever give up because your kids are hanging the balance and your relationship with them depends upon it. Number five, put your relationship with your kids first. Put them before work, put them before your friends, put them before your hobbies, put them before your new relationship, put your kids first always. They expect it, they want it, they need it, and when they see it from you, they'll want to restore the relationship with you, no matter what it is. Always let them know and see that they are first. Number six, understand that you are the adult and they are the child. So listen, I, can t- I know now because I'm going through, not only have I handled these cases for over 20 years, thousands of cases in every circumstance you can think of, but I have two kids of my own. And I will tell you, there are circumstances where my daughter will say, I don't want anything to do with daddy. I don't want to talk to daddy. I don't want to see daddy. I don't want to give daddy a hug. I don't want to give daddy a kiss at night. And to be quite frankly, to be quite frank, I'm a human being. That hurts. That hurts my feelings. But you know what? They're a child, okay? I'm the adult. And even if your kid says, I don't want to see dad, and I don't want him going to my ball games, and I don't want him going to my school events, and I don't want him to go to my bat mitzvah or my, or my uh, confirmation, I don't want him there. I don't want to see him. I can't stand him. They're a child, okay? And you have to bear in mind that kids of split relationships, when they see that relationship split between their two parents and fracture, okay, that is a very difficult thing for them. So as they go through it, please understand, empathize with them, try to see things through their eyes, not yours, because that's the way these cases need to be viewed, through the child's eyes, not through the adult's eyes. Number seven, be patient with the process, because many of these circumstances can take a lot of time. So what I say to clients always, not everything's going to go your way right out of the gate. You may have a circumstance where the judge just doesn't see the case your way. You may have a situation where the law guardian doesn't necessarily agree with your position. And a lot of cases, you're going to find out that the attorney for your children or law guardian aren't even doing their job the way they're supposed to do it. There are many good ones out there, but there are also many bad ones. But if that happens, don't get too high, don't get too low, be patient with the process, and never give up. Number eight, let's talk about the A word, alienation. Everybody loves to throw that word around in these cases, okay? And they like to, to look at it like it's the 800-pound gorilla in the room in every single case where parents are estranged from their kids. Look, it's not this big monster out there. It's not, okay? In fact, a lot of parental alienation takes place subconsciously, okay? And I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So you're late to pick up your kids, Regardless, even, even with my wife. Oh, you know how daddy's always late. What is that? Is, are they trying to alienate your kids from you? Even with my wife or even with me towards my wife. Oh, you know how, you know how mommy likes to leave stuff out on the counter. Is that alienation? I mean, quite frankly, at its core it is. But many times with alienation by one parent or the other, you're going to find that these sorts of circumstances are even... They're, they're even as subtle as subconscious alienation. So that's how I view the subconscious alienation. The conscious alienation is something like, your father doesn't really want to see you, see that? He's not going to show up. You know, he never shows up. 
He doesn't want to go to your ball games. He can't stand baseball. He doesn't care whether or not he sees you. So there's conscious and there's subconscious. But regardless, okay, all of the tips I've just given you, what are they about? They're about our kids and putting our kids first. But I think they're also, as much as anything else, connected with the dedication of time to your kids. An investment in time and efforts towards strengthening your relationship with your kids. And ultimately, that will give you more time with your kids. Nothing puts you in a better position to stop the other parent from alienating your kids from you than when you spend more time with them. Because if they're with you, how can they possibly alienate your kids from you consciously or even subconsciously? Now, in these really, you know, really egregious circumstances, you may need to resort to the legal system to actually stop the other parent from alienating the kids from you. And sometimes even extended family members do that. But in those sorts of cases, you got to remember, if you get to that really extreme circumstance where you can't stop the other person from bad-mouthing you or trying to keep the kids from you or trying to take them away from you or trying to, you know, again, for lack of a better word, alienate the kids from you, and you need to resort to the legal system, they can issue orders that directs the other party to refrain from that sort of behavior. Now you say, ah, it's just a court order. Look, court orders have teeth. If you violate a court order, you can be held in contempt. And if the circumstance gets really substantial, you can get to a point where the judges change custody or the judge will change custody or alter the visitation terms based on their inability to foster a strong relationship between you and your child. So there you have it, eight things you can do to try to restore your restrained relationship with your children. It's the best advice I can give you based on 20 years of practice as a divorce and family law litigation attorney. But you got to remember, what's the core? The core advice. Have a lawyer help you out and create a plan for you. Swallow your parental pride and take what you can, the easy stuff. Nibble as much time as you can. Continue to increase your time. Follow through with all the processes. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. And do not give up. Because at the end of the day, what's hanging in the balance is more valuable than anything else in your life. And I think all of my good moms and dads out there certainly see that. So thanks again for tuning in to episode number 16 of Divorce Stories. Again, if you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, don't hesitate to send them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. And if you're in a circumstance where you think a divorce attorney or experienced family law litigation law firm could assist you in restoring your relationship with your kids, do not hesitate to visit our website at drvitranolaw.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you again next time.